All right, day 307. Can you believe it? Day 320 since Joey promised he wouldn't abandon our fellow Americans and our Afghan allies and people with American green cards and billions in equipment and the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan. Oh, he did it all. He did it all. And he's turned the page and never mentions it. Anyway, glad you're with us. Happy Friday. Toll free, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of this extravaganza, I will say this. Joe really has, uh, he's a wordsmith. There's no other way to put it. He, uh, is start, he starts a speech with the White House, at the White House, with the words of condolence for a family whose executive vice president, he actually has a name, Matt Sousa, I think how you pronounce it, and chief financial officer of Joanne Stores. And he was very, very, very kind to the family. This is what he said. And by the way, my sympathies to your, the family of your, F, uh, uh, your, your CFO, who uh, dropped dead very unexpectedly. My best to the family. It's tough stuff. Tough stuff. Dropped dead very unexpectedly. Well, he's got a heart of gold. You're, uh, uh, I don't remember the name, uh, the CFO guy. How many times does he do this with cabinet members? Uh, oh, but he's not a cognitive mess. Oh, don't, Hannity, you're way out there. You're really, you're really on the edge saying that. Uh, then he, he was, there were some questions about zero experience. Hunter, he didn't want to answer those yesterday either. Listen. Baturina, who did business with your son. Why have you stopped taking questions from the press? What are you afraid of? Oh, can't answer questions there. Um, so anyway, so while the, uh, of course, D.C. swamp sewer, whatever you want to call it, uh, I got to give... Props to our very own Peter Ducey at the Fox News Channel. I mean, he's been crushing it. First, it was Circleback, Jen Psaki. He asked a simple question. Why, why is the president saying that inflation is worse everywhere but here? And then he actually named the countries like Germany, France, Japan, Canada, India, Italy, Saudi Arabia. All these countries, our inflation is far worse. And he's, he's, she's just simply lying, the new press secretary, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre has no answer for it. Listen to this. Why is the president <laughs> saying that inflation is worse everywhere but here? Uh, because what we have seen uh, across the globe, first of all, inflation is a global challenge, as we have said. Uh, it is, uh, it is, it is... It is caused by, uh, uh, clearly, um, the pandemic, this once-in-a-generation pandemic that we are coming out of. And also, uh, most recently, uh, the war that uh, that Putin started in Ukraine. I did look globally, though. He says that inflation is worse everywhere but here. That's not true. The U.S. has worse inflation than Germany, France, Japan, Canada, India, Italy, Saudi Arabia. Well, so why is he saying that? I think what we are saying is that... Uh, when you talk about inflation, it is a global thing. And it is not just about the United States. This is something that everyone is feeling. Everybody's feeling. Okay, it's not just the United Everybody, oh, so that makes it okay? His failure worse than everybody else's? Give me a break. Then Peter Ducey, to his credit, moves on to the issue that is in the forefront of every American's mind. And I'll tell you, if, if everybody's like me, every time I fill up my gas tank, I get pissed. I'm not, and I see all those, 
I caused these pictures of Joe Biden everywhere. One guy got caught and got in a lot of trouble, apparently, for it. Every time I see it, it's the one thing that does make me laugh. The price of gas isn't making me laugh at all. And, you know, he gets to the point. Why aren't we drilling here in the U.S.? And the answer, like John Kerry said earlier, in the, oh, we don't need to do that. Like the energy secretary says, like that genius mayor transportation secretary, Pete Buttigieg, Mayor Pete. Oh, we don't need to. Why don't we need to do that? You increase the world supply. It's simple, basic, fundamental economics 101. Anyway, here's the exchange. Is to do real more here in the U.S. Though, we, because we don't need to do that. What we need them to do is with the oil that's out there. We need the, to, them to refine that oil so that so that prices so that the capacity could go up and then prices would go down okay. inherently go down. Yeah. And so I know the president once said that he was going to end fossil fuel. Is that now off the table? No, we are going to continue uh, to move forward with our uh, clean energy uh, proposal, our climate change uh, and, and so proposal. Is that the, is that the priority? So here, climate I, change I, I, over gas. Prices? No, that's not what we're saying. We're what saying we're saying that president we're saying I'm answering I'm years. answering the question. Is his priority I'm answering lowering the question. gas prices or is it addressing climate change? First of all, we it's you can do both at the same time. So then, what is the priority? You can do both at the same time, but then they've shut down all energy production in this country. They put all these burdensome regulations on the oil and gas industry. They dried up new leases on federal lands. They closed down and shut down Anwar. They shut down the Keystone XL pipeline. Would have been finished by now, and we'd be importing 900,000 barrels of Canadian oil every day. Uh, they're not working to build up refinery capacity. That's That's been a problem we've had for years and years and years. Uh, in large part, too, because they're putting more stringent requirements on refineries in terms and, and it's crippling their ability to do their job. I mean, and we're the ones that, that are taking it on the chin. But as I've been playing for you this week, this is exactly what Joe Biden said he was going to do. This is, you know, Donald Trump in that debate. I won't play it again. Was very clear. Oh, this is very big. What he just said. He's going to shut down the oil industry. I'm going to eliminate it. I'm going to shut it down. Look me in the eye, kid. No more fossil fuels. Okay, this is what it means. And when it gets worse than even where it is today, uh, then you'll have you'll, you'll know that this was the plan. It's not even like we, we had some type of cat- catastrophe that resulted in, you know, one big oil-producing nation just bailing out on producing energy. We, he did it by design. He did it by choice, and all of us are paying the price every single day. Now, there's been a lot of talk about when this next recession is going to come. Lawrence Summers, the chief economic advisor to Obama, uh, said in the next uh, two to three years, uh, we're going to have one. Now, we just had a quarter of negative economic growth. By definition, a recession is two quarters of, of, zero, of negative economic growth. Okay? So we have one. Now, the Atlanta Fed today... They lowered their second quarter growth projection to 0%. Let's say it comes in minus 0.1%. That means we are in a full-blown recession. That follows the first quarter GDP that came in at minus 1.5%. So the average GDP, if they're right at 0% for the first two quarters of 2022, well, that would be minus 0.75%. That would really mean the economy is officially in a recession much earlier than all these kind of guys that have even been on track, like Lawrence Summers. I'm giving him credit. I'm not. I'm not dissing the guy. 
Uh, he's been right. He said, no, nah, this inflation is not transitory. Anyway, latest GDP estimate 0.0% came out today. And their new model estimate for real GDP growth in the second quarter is 0.0%. What it ultimately ends up at, what, up 0.1%, down 0.1%, it's pretty much the same thing. We're now on the edge. Now, remember I told you to pay close attention. We've been having wonderful people call this program. I love this audience. We got farmers calling. So many days when I'm getting the crap kicked out of me. I, I wish I was on a tractor somewhere. Don't you wish that, Linda? Or out in a ranch Listen, in Montana. I, I would I love to be in Montana. In <laughs> Absolutely. I, I know you went there on vacation recently because you love oh Yellowstone God. so much. It's beautiful. Uh, it's absolutely uh, beautiful. Okay, but they don't want people like us there. Trust me. I, they were very nice. They love me. No, okay. Well, you know. They thought a, Anthony and I blended right in. Absolutely. Kevin Costner does this great show, Yellowstone. If you haven't watched the series, you got to watch it. It's awesome. Uh, it's on Paramount. If you if you have it on your cable system, if you, you're gonna love the series. Uh, but anyway, so a lot of people have watched it. They're moving out there, and the people in Montana are getting pissed off. They don't want New Yorkers moving out there. And I'm sure you open your mouth. Uh, Hi, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. First of all, can I have a cup of coffee? That is I'm, I'm sure God's that honest really truth. Well. That was the first conversation I had. Was where do I get the coffee? That's a God. Where do I truth. get the coffee? You, and what did the lady say? You're from New York. I bet those. She are the said, next words I got that it came right out of here. Her mouth. Absolutely what? not. She said nothing. She said, here's your latte. You're welcome. I said, thank you. I love it here. <laughs> That's, it's my favorite place the in the world. You know, you know she said something about that accent. No way. Absolutely uh, not. That, that never happens to me. Oh, no. No, never happens to you. But all these farmers have been calling us and telling us we're teetering on the edge. This is now a zero hedge article uh, of a food shortage as worries now mount as Pennsylvania farms are being crushed by record diesel prices. That's only the tip of the iceberg. Because all these farmers calling me are telling me, not only is diesel killing them, they can't get spare parts for their tractors. The fertilizer costs are five times what they were. And seed costs are costing them an arm and a leg. And some people are deciding that they're not going to work that hard if they're not going to get a return or be in the black at the end of it. It's too, it's backbreaking work. It's sun up to sun down and everything in between. By the way, Biden was caught telling a giant inflation whopper during this interview. If it's my fault, why is it the the case that in every other major industrial country in the world that inflation is higher? You lied. And Peter Ducey called him out on it. By the way, ExxonMobil, to their credit, you know, you know, being called to uh, Biden threatening to use his emergency powers to punish oil companies. He's even threatened to put these people in jail. What the hell is he thinking about? He ought to be kissing their ass instead of the crown prince's ass and the mullahs and Iran asses. Begging them for the oil. We have enough resources here at home. Anyway, the Exxon Mobil had had enough of it. And they said in the short term, the U.S. government could enact measures often used in emergencies following hurricanes or other supply disruptions, such as waivers of the Jones Act provisions and some fuel specifications uh, to increase supplies. In the longer term, the federal government can promote investment through clear and consistent policy that supports U.S. resource development, such as regular and predictable lease sales, as well as streamlined regulatory approval and support for infrastructure like pipelines. Notably, of course, they're talking about the Keystone XL pipeline. 
you know, and and the, this guy is the Exxon Mobil is right. Stop blaming the meat companies and Putin and Trump and Fox News and the meat and and the farmers for crying out loud. It's your policies that got us here. Your stated goal was to get off fossil fuels. The, you won, Joe, and now we all suffer. There you go. You got your policies. You got your Green New Deal in place. You got your climate alarmist religious cult behind you. And the rest of us suffer because of your stupidity and your utter incompetence. And I doubt he even knows that today's Friday, just as a side note. Anyway, one way to save money in these tough economic times, we all have cell phones. Many of you still have not joined the stampede of us, hundreds of thousands of us that have made the switch over to Pure Talk from Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. Average family is saving close to 1000 bucks a year. Some families are saving a hell of a lot more than that. And the good part is you get the exact same cell towers your phone will be using, the same ones, the same exact 5G network. It's that good. Same number of bars will be on your phone. You keep your phone. You keep your phone number. You can be switched over in less than 10 minutes. And there are more plans to save money than any of these big carriers. It's simple to do. You just got to pick up your cell phone, dial pound 250, say the keyword save now. If you do it now, you get an additional 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, keyword save now from our friends at Pure Talk.